Welcome. You've joined The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. Hey, everyone. Are you ready to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny? Well, you've come to the right place because that's what The Sexy Lifestyle is all about. David and I are passionate about making your sex life the best it can be. We sure are, and you know we love talking and learning about everything related to sex and sexuality, sexual health, and of course, sexual pleasure. We love diving deep into the naughty, the taboo, and the unknown. And we hope our discussions open up your dialogue about great sex because... Well, great sex matters, and we all deserve it. We sure do. So you could probably hear some noise in the background, and that's because we are broadcasting on location at one of our favorite places in the world, Hedonism 2 Resort in Jamaica on Negril Beach. The sun is shining, water sparkling. Everyone's having an amazing time here um, with the... Uh, Jamaican Blue Mountain Coffee. Oh, yeah, for sure. We're in the dining room, and you can probably hear everybody enjoying their breakfast this morning. Absolutely. So... I, you know, we're going to answer a great question today, and, and, you know, we've been talking to couples while we've been here, and the question is, so how many times have you considered booking a trip to a resort that allows the freedom of nudity and sexuality while vacation, vacationing on a beautiful beach, but somehow you can't find the courage or the balls to get up and do it and go? On today's show, we're going to be talking about how Hedonism 2 Resort in Jamaica attracts open-minded people who keep coming again and again and again, and because of the openness and the freedom. Did you really to write that? I did. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> because of the openness and the freedom to express their sexuality in the most relaxed and non-pressure environment, allowing them to explore their passions and create connections with themselves and their partners, and of course, new friends. Absolutely, and the word that's missing there is non-judgmental as well. So. By the end of the episode today, you're going to realize that you just need to lose your inhibitions and book a trip today. Yay. So, before we get going, as we do on every show, let me tell you about our must-have top waterproof blanket, which now comes in four reversible colors, because nobody wants to sleep in that wet spot and squirt is hot until it's not. So if you're fed up with sleeping in that wet spot or having to change your sheets every time you have sex, then you need one of our top waterproof blankets. It's 100% waterproof and leak-proof, and it guarantees to keep your bed and mattress dry no matter how wet it gets. From messy massage oils, silicone lubes, and all other sexy wetness, you just throw it in the washer and dryer, and it comes out looking like brand new. And now we have a new sexy pink and blue reversible blanket, both colors representing the ribbons supporting breast cancer and prostate cancer. And to support the cause, we'll donate $5 from each blanket sold to a charity that helps cancer survivors get back in the sack. Because great sex matters and cancer survivors deserve it too. Absolutely. And you don't have to leave your house to get one. Simply and safely go to Amazon and search Top Waterproof Blanket. That's T-O-P, Waterproof Blanket. And order yours today. Great sex starts now. It sure does. So, you know we're Carol and David. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. And we are privileged today to have back um, a super special guest who we've had on our show many, many times. And, you know, it, it's tough to get him out of the pool, out of the beach, out of the playroom. But um, today we have, uh, once again, Harry Lang, the owner and chairman of Hedonism 2 Resorts in Jamaica, to chat a little bit about uh, what's going on here. So, Harry, thank you for being here today. 
Well, thank you, Carol and David. I really appreciate your show. And a lot of people who come to Hedonism the first time know all about hedonism and know about me just from listening to your show. So your show's been very helpful for us. Yeah, absolutely. And a you know legend. it's one of our favorite places. Harry is absolutely a legend. Yeah, that's true. That's absolutely true. So congratulations on your 10-year anniversary as chairman here. Why don't you tell us a little bit about how it all began for you? Well, for me, you know, hedonism has been around since 1981, part of the Super Clubs chain. It came up for sale and I bought it right at the end of 2012, beginning 2013. I'd been a guest for eight years here, and it came up for sale, and this is basically probably going to be torn down, and I just had to step in and uh, keep it alive, and I'm sure glad I did. You were really in the right place at the right time in the, in the moment of your life. It all worked out perfectly. Now you basically live here almost, right? Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, that, this is my only business. I'm all in. It's actually the first business I've ever owned. Okay. Might as well start out big. <laughs> but it's been a real pleasure. It was, it was tough at the start. I had no idea what I was doing. Tough during COVID, but we're fully back now, and it's been a pleasure all, all along. The whole ride, 10-year ride has been amazing. But you really surrounded yourself with a lot of knowledgeable people, although you didn't have the experience before, but the people here obviously did. You made sure you had the right people who were going to help you to build and grow this beautiful resort. Yes, I had quite a few really good people to start. And it's fairly easy to recruit new talent to come in here. It's a place everybody on the island seems to want to work. We treat the staff better than anyone else. We have a pension plan, 100% funded by us. I give $100 out of my pocket gift to every staff member at uh, Christmas and the start of school year. So we, no one else uh, does anything like that. And how many staff do you have here? Uh, 456. Wow. So, wow. So, you know, one of the things, and, and we'll talk about it as we get through the show, was, um, you know, during COVID, um, the world basically shut down. And, and Hito didn't shut down. And we're going to talk about the story of Hito and, and all the stuff, um, the 40 years in, in a second. But we spent 90 days here, thanks to you. Um, we had a great time. We did 40 episodes. We met a lot of great people. But that wasn't important because you did something really special to all the employees here during COVID. And I'd, I'd like you to just take a moment and talk about how important it was for you to treat the employees the way you did during COVID. Yes, during COVID, many uh, resorts here pretty much laid off their staff. <clears throat> but we paid them all the time during COVID when we were closed or when we only had 5% occupancy and we only needed probably 80 staff. We still paid the whole staff between 50 and 90% of their pay during that whole time. Wow. Was, well, and it, I'm it sure they appreciated it. They appreciated it. it. Yeah, absolutely. 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 And before we go on, um, how about a shout out to Diane, who really has taken the bull by the horns and, and brought Hito up to the, the specifications that it is right now and, and the beauty that it has. Yes, it has become a, sort of like a family business. As I'm the owner, my brother Richard works here. And his wife Diane is really the uh, the brains and the heart and the she's hard the work behind boss. it. She's the big boss. She's the boss lady. Yeah, she's CEO now, so she, she's my boss. But I, I generally listen pretty well. And the daughter Julia is getting into the business as well. Yeah, we're going to talk about that after about uh, some new cool things coming up with Julia. Almost taking the reins, right? Yes, yeah, so Julia will take over when I retire. She's an emergency medicine doctor. Very familiar with Hito. She's been coming here even probably, I think, before I owned it. <laughs> so, no, no. Yeah, she, yeah, she's gung-ho, ready to go. 
She's now a director of the company as well. Cool. And she'll be running her very first group, Hito uh, Swing Breakers. I don't know if we talk about it now or uh, later. I will but talk about it after. Yeah. I, I want to I I talk about what is hedonism. It's been around for 40 years. We did, uh, I don't know, about 10 shows while we were here, all about the journey of Hito. We spoke to people who've been here. We spoke to Charlie and Wendy. We spoke to... Um, uh, Mr. Johnson, who's been working here for Jeffrey for 40 years. 40 years. And Oswald. 40 years. And Oswald. And yeah. th- there's just so many people, Paulette and Michelle. And, uh, you know, th- they're, they're part of the fiber of the resort. But just tell us a little bit, in your own words, what is hedonism? And why has this resort been here for 40 years? Yes, it is, and it has, uh, hedonism has had the best repeat business, we believe, of any hotel or resort in the world. We can't say 100%, but it sure seems like it. We've had a couple hundred couples been here 25 times or more. But really it's openness and really a big part is we're all equal people in the world. All the rooms are the same size. There's no wristbands that say you're better than anyone else. And when we're naked, we all are really equal. You can't show off your Chanel purse or <laughs> yes. country club you go to. So I've got circuit judge, truck drivers, it doesn't matter. Your race, your color, where you're from, age, we're all just people of the world. Just having your own open-minded time. Do what we want. Whether you're interested in swinging or just voyeurism or uh, just like to be naked around or even just sit on the beach. It doesn't matter. Whatever you want. And you don't even have to be naked. And, you know, when you walk into the resort, before you even get into the reception area, on the wall, it says hedonism, the pursuit of pleasure. And we know that people come here just to have a great erotic vacation. They don't come here to have sex. They don't come here to swing with other people. They just come here for that freedom that Hito allows. And, of course, if there is an opportunity, they'll take advantage, and you can anywhere in the resort. That's what makes you also very different because you don't restrict where you can express your sexuality. Right, that's true. We we have a section, a large section of uh, the beach, the pool, and the hot tub where you're actually required to be naked. That's on purpose because that... Once someone's naked, or everyone's naked, it's easy to shed your clothes and come down there. And people get afraid at first, and usually takes anywhere from 10 minutes to a, an hour where all of a sudden they don't want to wear clothes anymore. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. sometimes it's an extra drink here or there, but then they finally get those shorts off, right? Oh, yeah, they do. And there's a side where you don't have to wear, you take your clothes off if, if you're really uncomfortable at first, or even for your whole vacation. You don't have to get naked, but the parties where the, the naked people yeah. are. We have heard a gazillion times, and we tell people all the time that don't wait until your last day to say, ah, I'm going to try the nude side on my last day because you're going to regret it. If you want to dip your toes in the water, look, try it, do it on the first or second day, and there's no going back. Yes, and it's... As you said before, it's not all swingers here. I'd say roughly over the course of a year, maybe one-third of the guests here are really considered swingers. That they, They'd be disappointed if they didn't hook up with other people yeah. during their week. One-third, it could happen. They're not necessarily out looking for it all the time. but yeah, yeah. Right, If the opportunity's along. there, then they'll take advantage. Yeah, and then another third won't do it anyway. They just like to be in this open environment. And one thing that I don't even know that you know, we did a research on why people come to hedonism, what the favorite things are. And the number one is the other guests. For sure. They want to be where the fun is, where the people are. Where the other guests. So they, they like our food, they like our rooms, our entertainment, but the number one reason is the other people that are here. But I think that's, that's um, a common thread throughout the lifestyle is 
you know, even swingers, they swing or they go on vacations because of the people. And if the sex happens, great. But the lifestyle really is all about the people and the friends that you make that, that stay with you forever. And of course, uh, hedonism attracts those kind of people who are f- people friendly. And you're swinger friendly. So there you got the people who want to swing and some people who just want to enjoy the nice open-minded people. Yeah, the ones you come here, we sometimes do ruin vacations anywhere else because (laughs) (laughs) you're used to talking to people, making new friends a lot of times, lifetime friends, walk through other resorts, and the couples don't even talk to each other a lot Mm -hmm. of times. So Mm -hmm. once you're here, it's pretty tough. Well, we certainly see a lot of people who come back. They usually come back in the same time or the same week the following What's they, that word? They come back. Oh, yes. They, they come, come again, again and, again. and again. Well, they do come again <laughs> and again at the same week every year because those friends that they made right. the year before often will book the same week the following year. And so they get to see those friends again. And sometimes they're from all around the world. And this is the only place they can meet up with their friends. Yes. And you say all around the world. People do come from all around the world. Was during COVID, it cut back some of them. But people come from Asia and Europe, South America. Of course, most are U.S. and Canada. But, yeah, you said people from... Even currently from remember Brazil when, and Germany and Russia and everywhere. Yeah, remember when Canada shut their borders and it was so sad. There was no other Canadians there was no here. Canadians. <laughs> it was just us. I think especially in the winter, Canadians love coming here, of course. And yeah, as you said, we did keep it open during that time. It was, it was difficult. It was actually from March 15th or so till uh, July 1st, the government did force us to be closed. Just that short time in 2020. But the next year and a half with all the restrictions in Canada, yeah. we were... Sometimes running only 5%, 10% occupancy. Yep. Lost more money than when we were closed, actually. Uh. But I wanted to keep it open, make people know that there's hedonism will always be here. Well, Absolutely. you know, that was very, very nice of you. I mean, I'm sure, I'm hoping that your pockets are filling up again, which we seem to be back to normal now, uh, which is certainly nice. And we're here to support you as well. So I'm glad it all worked out well. Yeah, it sure did. And as I said, the support from uh, your podcast and, yeah. the, and the guests that come over and over again, I think that coming out of COVID or when I first bought it when things were tougher financially because that was Maury's way beyond my <laughs> top of my head here that a lot of guests came they they wanted to make sure it was saved they maybe booked an extra trip or stayed extra long just to help me out financially yeah, I know they, th- they think of it as their resort too absolutely they're, they're probably hundreds maybe thousands that think this is their owners here too when, when, when you walk in here and the staff say welcome home it really is a home for all of us who have been coming here for all these years. And it's amazing. The staff remember your names. They, they remember what you're drinking, the coffee that you have. Um, it, it, it's, you know, you use the word cult, right? And there is this, this cult mentality of Hedo. There's been people... And we know them that have been here 150 times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so you have a lot of long-termers. We were here for long-term in 2021, but you do have a number yeah. of long-term stay uh, guests. Shout just, out to Charlie. Yeah, and Charlie and Wendy, Wendy and yeah. Larry. And yeah, it's fun to have those people who actually live with you all winter long. Right. And they're the ones that I can count on for help of just little things. Yeah. Sometimes Harry needs that help. They jump well, right in. They jump yeah, right I was going to say, help. they know the resort as well as you do because this is their home. Oh, yeah. Sometimes better. They can tell me some things that I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they know your schedule your better spy. than you. Exactly. You got some spies on site. So, <laughs> so Harry, funny. take us back 40 years because um, while we were here a couple of years ago Hito celebrated its 40th anniversary of existence take us back to how it started we know there wasn't even like electricity when it first started up oh yes it was just really for uh, young single people 
it's kind of like an extension of like Woodstock. You know, yeah. so it was in the seven, late 70s. They uh, came here. There weren't any facilities really at all, almost like sleeping on the beach and things. But it was just for uh, weed, Bob Marley, reggae music, and freedom and, of sex. And, and a chill week. And, right. it was, and it was called Negril Beach Village, right? Right. That's where it started, 1976 to 1981, when it became hedonism. Two, there's never a hedonism one, as you probably mentioned many times. There's hedonism three for like seven years, I think. But this is the first, the original. And the vibe hasn't changed an awful lot. No. Now it's mostly married couples, but there's still the young. Sure. Yeah, singles. Yeah, the young, yeah, there are some young yeah. singles coming. Oh, yeah. There's actually lots of young couples coming here, too. And we're going to talk about Spring Breakers, as you, as you mentioned, about Julia running it. But it's nice to see those young people coming back and growing in this lifestyle. Yes, yeah, so the average age has dropped, I believe, about two years since I took over. But that, you know, like you said, there are a lot of long-time guests have been here, well, some like a hundred times. So, <laughs> so over time, they get a little older. They might have started at age forty. Now they might be sixty or something. But yeah, we're getting a, a lot of the younger people in now. So the average age now, I believe, is under forty-eight. Good. Cool. Wow, that's very very and, and cool. I just want to go back for a second. Why was there never a Hito one? It was it was a, a marketing gimmick. Like it's new and improved. Oh right, that's right. So, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's when like that Rocky story. Two movie was coming out and everything was. <laughs> Yeah, bigger and better, you know, so they had to call it a two, I guess. But in terms of the anniversary, see, so as you said, it started 1981 being called Hedonism, too. By uh, 2021 was the 40th anniversary. And used to celebrate that on November 1st each year because that's the year that it became Hedonism 1, November 1st, 1981. But I took over, I really signed the final purchase agreement December 1st at 2012. So... Now I celebrate on my birthday, on my takeover, not on yeah. the original right. Super Club. So we just had our 10th anniversary of me uh, taking over. That would be December 1st, 2022, since I took it over December 1st, 2012. Wow, perfect. Yeah, Very that's cool. great. Now, I, before you mentioned, you know, the, the COVID challenges that you had, but why were you so determined to stay open? We, uh, we were here, like I said, for, for 90 days, and there was some weeks where there was like, 25 people 50 people it was very intimate it was like being at your house it was like being in your backyard we remember going to the show one night and the show was put on every single night shout outs props to winston for for continuing that but there was 10 of us watching the show it would have been so easy to just say you know what i'm gonna shut down take it easy come back when everybody else is coming back yes your former uh, chief financial officer would recommend closing <laughs> yeah. for at least 10 months <laughs> no, six to 10 months uh-huh. after uh we were allowed to open up again, but no, no, I just do it. Day one, we're allowed to. We're here, and we've had we had some shows where there are no guests at the show. Wow! But they still put it on because I did. had to show that you know, we're back. He knows us back. I don't want the word get out that, and if the few ten or twenty people here, they got the full service. Yeah, full service, full shows, and everything like that. Yeah. Another reason is keep the staff trained because you know, they're continuous and they're here, and yeah, we didn't want anything to get old or run down or anything like that in fact you did a lot of improvements during that time is easier when there weren't any guests here basically right well right. i know i know the executive chef used us as as test subjects for some new dishes yeah. because it was easy to make dinner for 40 or 50 people and we went out at the water park and then we had live bands and you just did a great job of keeping everybody feeling intimate and cozy and we were very close with all the guests who were here 
and there was not one person who complained that there wasn't a lot of people. Everybody said how intimate it was, and everybody, you know, hung together. We all had dinner together, and it was it was just such a special time in our lives that we will never forget it. Yeah, sometimes, you know, one time there was only Starry and I were the only people here. <laughs> yeah, she's a singer from you know, with Rachel's Rascals, yeah. you know, the Rascalettes. And then, so next time she came, I had to say, it's not our private pool party. There are other people in the pool. Some we don't even know. So it felt like her own private pool, private yeah, beach. And yeah. We all had a lot of fun during that time, too. But another reason to keep it open is because, as you said, people come back year after year to see their friends. And maybe they have come on their anniversary or their birthdays or just to some group they like. And I wanted always to be there. So even if there are only 20 people, like you said, it was actually Very one intimate. of the best time ever i know right like know. like we said that nobody ever complained because it's not how many people can you fuck anyways so there's 20 or 40 you don't need to fuck 280 people <laughs> well, I, i'm up for the challenge really but you know harry you went above and beyond because you had the chairman's cruise running which was the catamaran cruise that went out um every week and you paid for that and there was all the covid tests and the resort paid for that you made it so easy for people to come who did come and um at the beginning it was such a pleasure to have all the first responders and those people who were getting vaccinated first come to the resort. And then there was the people who had COVID and then there was us who didn't have either. And we were like, okay, okay. Let's not get COVID Let's here. Not COVID. <laughs> but we figured it out. We figured it out. We told the, we've told this story a couple of times, but it took us two weeks to figure out how to play safely. And this is what it was. On Thursdays, everybody had to get their COVID test to go home on Saturday. So once they had their COVID test and we knew they were negative, we could play with them. So we played only on <laughs> Thursdays and Fridays each week. So that was the crazy one to play any day of the week. I, I, I don't know if I ever had it or not, but I never had a sniff or anything. I, I remember time. asking you, hey, yeah. aren't you afraid of getting COVID? Ah, no. My <laughs> <laughs> yeah, family says that I think I have antibodies against viruses that haven't even been invented yet. There you go. I never get <laughs> Harry, you know what it is? It's the rum. It's the Jamaican rum. It's got antiviral properties, that's all. All right. So we've spoken about Hito 40 years ago. We've spoken about COVID, all that's in the past. Let's talk about some of the stuff that's happened since you reopened. Um, we were here last... Well, uh, not reopened because you didn't close, but since COVID ended, basically. Right, since things got back to normal. Yeah. So in the last year, a lot, of, a lot has changed here. We've noticed the resort has been refreshed and repainted. Let's talk about some of the things, some of the investments you've made. And because it was lower occupancy during a lot of that time, we could do a lot more than normal because it didn't have to worry about the construction costs and things. So built new walkways. We renovated several of the rooms again. And it just went through everything. And we did the gardens. And you'll see now it's very neat and yes, clean. Yes, definitely. And, uh, yeah. A whole bunch of trees are missing and new new shrubs are planted. The grass is green. Everything's beautiful and trimmed and kept very, very well. But the whole well. resort got painted. The yeah. dark brown all painted, is gone. Yeah. Right, all painted bright colors and the... We retiled the pools during times like that because most people wouldn't be too happy the pools closed. Right, we did it right. when there weren't any people here. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, just try to always make it better. And yeah. and the flame. The flame went up in flames, <laughs> and now it's the flame again. Yeah, there's probably an unfortunate name for it, the flame. Because <laughs> right. we only just gotten the sign up that had showed flames, and then it did go up in flames. You got <laughs> grease fire burned it down. But we got going about 
year and a half, and of course we made it bigger and better. That's what yeah. we always do with something. And, and a new, it needed and to a be new menu. It's, oh, yes. Yeah, and it, it was our favorite to our favorite place is to eat down by the water, which we love it. But now there's more seats, so there's more people. You got more servers, and yeah, very and, nice. And they said new menu. I, I don't know if you've tried the. Oh uh, yeah. Short ribs. Oh, yes. We had the short ribs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Delicious. Amazing. Delicious. I don't know how long they cook it for. What is it, 30 hours or something? I don't like even it just know. It falls apart. Yeah. I know. Great it's taste. amazing. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Um, there's a new dive boat. Yep. Yeah, everything. We're just, everything we can. Because you, know, you said that it's been here 40 years. And even though it's all been repainted, it's, it's tough to uh, totally renovate. We yeah. don't want to tear it down like right. the other resorts tore down and we built like glass towers. No, we're, it's always going to have that Caribbean kind of thing to it. But the thing we can always keep doing are the smaller items. Like you said, at new entertainment. We have new places to eat. We have a TV room now. We have yeah, all kinds of just every time they come, they'll see things. We're probably going to put in get a couple of food trucks oh, just to cool. drive around on the property oh, with cool. different types, maybe Mexican food or something yeah. like that. So we'll always keep coming up with something new. So. Even people come back every year, they'll see something new and improved. Cool. So we, we need to, you mentioned entertainment, and we need to shout out to Winston and the entertainment staff here because the shows have been revamped. Oh, so and the costumes. And the and costumes and the music. And, you know, for a while, Winston was getting a little stale over there, but he's taken the best of the old shows and added in some newness to the what was really fantastic. And we keep saying, I can't believe how long the show is. They're, they're, they're yeah, like it's great. an hour, yeah. and you're enthralled, and you're in the show, and you're, you're so engaged. It, Winston really did a great job, and I stopped him yesterday, and I said, Winston, the shows are, are so top-notch now, and you guys have won awards for um, Entertainment of the Year, but when... They did the fetish night show the other night and the eroticism that he's put into it. Yeah, he's it. added a whole bunch more oh. erotic, you know, I don't know if it's movements or actually a Carol whole other episode. watching episodes. the show. She's like, my pussy's getting wet, those guys. <laughs> in there. They are more erotic every night, yeah. have, especially the, the face show on Wednesday. The best one. He just has more erotic costumes and he, he choreographs it. You've really invested in costumes over the last few years. Every time we come, we see brand new costumes, and he's done a great job adding them in. But I really find, even in the last year since we've been here, there's so many new things. Like the glow night with all the lit-up costumes, they're amazing. I don't know where those lights come from and how they turn on, but they are amazing. See, one of the things they do is whenever there's a big event, now like December 1st when it's the uh, anniversary now, or other times of the year when there's a big party, you'll come up with new costumes and new routines and the ones that really worked and you'll put them into the oh, regular, carries them over. Regular, that makes sense yeah yeah, yeah. cycle yeah perfect now uh, let's take a second and shout out to Camille the hotel manager who um, has taken her pet project the spa the mermaid spa and turned it into a world-class um, place where where you can get great spa treatments yeah, it really is of course the inside spa has got the sounds and the scents and things like that and Really well-trained masseuses. And then another service, you know, you can get your nails done and things like that in there. And your hair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't have enough to test well, that out. Well, I got my hair done when we stayed here. Oh, I got okay. my hair done regularly. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> and then have two, I don't have that issue. And we have two uh, massage huts down on the beach. So you yeah. can choose to be out on the water and hear the waves doing your massage or in this uh, 
nice sounds and scents in the uh, of course, in stores. Of course, people like to do couples massages where they get massage side by side, and so that's available as well. Yeah, both at the beach and up in the yeah. spa upstairs yeah. here. And the Beautiful. cool part about the spa is in the evening, it turns into the playroom. Uh-huh, yeah, the main part of the spa. So let's talk about the playroom a little bit. Uh, under the stars, everybody loves that. And tell us a little bit about how you don't have to share your partner if you don't want to. It Oh, yeah. So the, yeah, so the playroom behind this spa is the main one. And it's one of very few in the world where it is open air. You can see the stars up there. And it's, of course, it's beautiful weather almost all the time. And in and the, and the main part, we have mattresses arranged around the room, right? We have, we have smaller ones for people who don't even want to think about sharing. But just they may want to be a little exhibitionist or watch the other people having fun. And then we've got some big, put a lot of mattresses together, a big center one where... If you go on there, now you see something interesting, you might roll over and touch them and see whether we were there. Get a response. We were there we last were there. night, the, and the playroom was packed. It last was night. packed, and a whole bunch of people joined us in that yeah. main platform like you talked about. So yeah, a lot. Yeah, of I was there last night. I don't know if I didn't see you there, well, but you we were, were coming leaving. in when we were leaving. Oh, okay. We were early. Oh, right. We were early, early in there. Okay. We're, yeah, we, <laughs> we were, were heading. Done. We were heading to the delicious pizza. pizza. <laughs> but but also in the playroom, there's the kink BDSM fetish dungeon. Area, yeah, yeah the dungeon Some people don't too. know about. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. The, the swing and the cross and and the shower. And Not everybody shower. knows there's a shower that you yeah, can so get it, in there and. And that's uh, an indoor one. You can close the door, and the outdoor one is the one where it's just all the matches on the floor. So there's something for everyone, even in the uh, playroom dungeon. Yeah, you see the new sign I got. Yeah, yes. it yes. says. Some c- come play with me. It's neon with me, signs. Exactly. We know where, where the, <laughs> I love where the playroom I love is. It. And w- it was called the, the Shag Shack before, right? Uh, let's see. It's well, changed a for, couple times. Yeah, it's changed a couple times because uh, the government didn't want us during COVID or coming right, out. They didn't right. want us to call it a playroom. So oh, it's the Shag Shop. That's what it was called. <laughs> no, that still wasn't it. I can't remember no. now. We changed the names a couple times. Uh-huh. But now we just call it a playroom again because right. it wasn't a playroom. No. It kind of operated like Not it did before, it, but yes. oh, no, no, it wasn't called a playroom. <laughs> and we, of course, have another one, 24-hour one, a little building down next to the nude uh, hot tub yeah. where that's not monitored 24-7. You can get, they got sheets and towels and condoms and in there. The one you're talking about, the big one behind the spa is three or 10 p.m. to 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. And that one is monitored. So, you know, singles and people are drunk or clothes can't come in. So right. But the, the other one, it's self-policing. They're not yeah. going to let creeps in. You know, the people there say, nah, <laughs> they leave. So Yeah, no, that's, so that's always good. good to have a 24-7. Yeah, yeah. Carol needed uh, some of the attendants um, to uh, clean up after her squirt yeah, mask we last ca- night. Yeah, we kind of needed a, a, a waterproof sex blanket last <laughs> night right in there with us <laughs> because we were all lying in a very big puddle after a while. <laughs> oh, and you didn't bring your blankets? Oh, no. It's so hard to travel with them here because, you know, you have to wash them right after. But so the attendants did an amazing yeah, they did. job. They did Props a nice cleanup. Them. Yeah, absolutely. It's the reason I actually built the one behind the hot tub is that I wanted a place for safe sex. If you know, A lot of people don't use a condom in the water. It's very right. difficult, right? Yeah. So, so I wanted a place where people heat up with somebody just met and they want to get it on. They have they a place just, to go. Yeah, a place yeah. to go. I said it's yeah. got the sheets, towels, and yeah. and condoms 24-7. Right, exactly. It's perfect there. So are we missing anything else that you guys have done in the last year? Well, about the new group coming up here, that's our own group. It's, I said my uh, daughter Julia is now on the board, getting very involved in the business, and she'll be running her very first group coming up very soon. It's called the Hedo uh, Swing Breakers. And it's in March. Yes, March 18th to 25th. 
It's the first one that she's run. It's for 18 to 45-year-olds, so it's a very young group. And so uh, it's a lot of fun. There have been we've young groups here before, but this will be yeah, one of the youngest ones we've ever. We've met Julia many times, and she's a very enthusiastic hedonite. <laughs> oh, yeah, she sure is. It fits in very well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I like, said so when I retire, she's going to take over. Uh, I think it'll be 20 years from now. She's probably thinking more like five or ten. But <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just hope, Harry. Fingers oh, yeah. crossed. <laughs> well, that's why I retire. I'll still be coming here, of course. Yeah, of course. Well, you're a guest here now, even though you're the owner. We, we, we see you as a guest. You interact with but everybody. Need, we you see you in to, the hot tub, in the pool. You need to be her mentor because you can't learn what you've experienced over all the years you've been a swinger. And we know she's been in the lifestyle, but... But she, she comes here regularly. Hito is just iconic, and you have to learn the idiosyncrasies of the property by coming here many, many times. And Julia's going to do a great job. I know. She's that's why actually bringing her own group here is going to yeah. be the best thing. Yeah, it's a great, great way for her to start. Cause this right. group kind of started from scratch because yep. this group didn't exist before yeah. the Hito Swing Breakers. So I know, that's she's very building cool. it up, and uh, she's building it. It looks like it's a pretty good-sized group coming in for that initial one, so. And we can certainly help her promote it. We can yeah. talk about it too and uh, make sure that she, her group grows as it needs to. Yeah, because it's under, of course, it's unlisted among the events on the hedonism.com yeah. site. And then if you just Google uh, Hedo Swing Breakers, it comes up and tells Perfect. all about it. So that's Beautiful. the way to find out. And not too late to book. It's Perfect. March 18th to 25th for her first runner go around. And she'll probably be like me. Because they said my brother Richard and Diane really run the place. So they're. They're in the office a lot. They don't get drunk or do all this stuff. So that's my job. <laughs> <laughs> and I think Julia falls in your footsteps yeah, very yeah, well. She, she will, yeah. and, but the good thing is I get to experience exactly what the guests do. I ride the bus with the guests. I stay in a regular guest room, not even a premium room. And, yeah, so if it... Well, so does Julia. We've ridden back home to the airport with her some mornings and where she slept the whole way because yeah, she was we had very to give her hungover. Some, some hydration. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, we know Julia yeah, so quite it's, well. It's in good hands. People worry about is hedonism going to be around or solar thing. No, I, this is a passion. This is not an investment for me. I've never taken a penny out. I put a ball back into the resort. So, Well, well this is your home too, Harry. W- when we got here the other day, immediately we saw some of the changes, some of the... Uh, Cabanos are painted, you know, with all the colors, new uniforms, all the, the staff new uniforms, uniforms on the staff. And I said to you, I went up to you and I said, Harry, you stayed open during COVID. It must have cost you a fortune. So many businesses now are trying to recoup what they lost during COVID. The price of food in, in the world is, is astronomical. And here you reinvested money that you, you didn't have because of what you lost during COVID into making the guest experience even better. And I just said, you know, props to you, Harry, for actually getting it and looking at hedonism for the long term. Yeah, it's my life and my passion. It's not just a random investment or something. So, yeah, I really love it. And keeping it open, too, we just wanted to see, we because we paid the staff something, not 100%, but most of it, that we have our staff. They, they stuck with us. A lot of resorts up and down the beach who laid them off now find it labor shortage you can't yeah. get anyone right. surprise surprise right? yeah exactly <laughs> and especially i mean the entertainers and the people that you've trained for all those years you don't want to lose those good people oh no you can't lose them no yeah exactly so before we get to talking about your um, birthday bash which you'll be 69 again this year um let's talk a little bit about something which was your passion and had to shut down during covid which is the kama sutra palace which is reopening yeah the kama sutra palace they're very experienced people in the uh, you know, just in the sensuality. You know, the Kama Sutra, so they 
you know, healthy living. They do yoga. They do a lot of classes, free classes on, you know, how to you know, entertain your partner, how to get them to squirt or whatever, different things all the time. And, and the senses, you know, they'll turn off the lights and blindfold your partner and they'll just, with your partner, they'll give you a different sense, you know, the taste. Just, but it, yeah. It's taste and touch and, and feel and smell and it gets it's you. It's really to help people connect to their partners. Right. And then mm-hmm. they do offer also just couples erotic massage, mm-hmm. which you do have to pay for. But everything else is free. They had even a tougher time during COVID than we did because they're from Europe. Right. And they had a hard time getting back into it. They're getting their work permits. But now our ma- the manager's back. She's got her work permit. And the rest of them will be here in April. So it won't be that long. We'll cool. be up and running very again. Cool. cool. Very cool. cool. Yeah, be- Becky, we heard she arrived today or yesterday or just recently, right? Yeah, I think maybe three yeah. days ago. We're yeah. looking for her. So we'll, we'll, we'll get a hold of her and talk to her later this week for sure. Yeah, and, she's and, the clean living one. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's all good. And well, they, they do the meditation and the yoga and everything, and I, I participate some. <laughs> and let's take a second to shout out to Luis, who's the general manager here, who I think you found the winner, Harry, in someone who gets the lifestyle and really knows how to operate a resort. Yeah, yeah, he does. He's not in the lifestyle per se, but he understands it very clearly. And he's good because he's the walk-around type. Yeah, we've seen him many all he's over the place. He's down on the beach. Yeah. He's checking out, talking to people. Yes, and that's unusual in the probably anywhere to have the general manager and the owner both out interacting with guests all the time. Yet you don't get that anywhere else if a big corporation's running right. your resort. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. And so he knows what he's doing. He's got some, uh, well, he's on the same wavelength as you guys, obviously. He's got Diane to, to guide him to make sure he's doing the right thing. And just to keep this place running smoothly like, like it seems to be. I mean, I don't know if it's an oiled clock. You'll let us know, but well, it occup- sure, sure seems to be. People are yeah. happy. Um, there's lots of condoms being used <laughs> in the playroom, lots of towels that have to be washed. There's certainly lots of people here. But the food just keeps getting better. i got to oh tell you, God. they're constantly improving the menus and the buffet and the food is, gets better and better every single year. That's the thing that's easier to do. You know, it would be pretty tough to tear down all these older buildings and build brand new glass towers, but... Things like food and beverage are ones we continually step up. The budgets almost don't have a budget. Yeah. If it's the best kind of food you get, you buy it, and then we'll figure out later if we. Yeah. <laughs> so you went over. <laughs> but Harry, you've never skimped. Ten years ago, you bought this place, and the first thing you did was top shelf alcohol. You you renovated the kitchen. That was the first thing you got a top notch shelf, a top shelf chef in, and the food and the bar service and everything was the first thing. That, that you invested in. And I think it's, um, you can tell me, but it's something that's very close to your requirements as when you were a guest here. Yes, it's very, yeah, very important. It's one thing, of course, that I could do quickly. It didn't take much time to upgrade the food and You just uh, said spend more. That was an easy one. Spend yeah. more, get better oh, yeah, stuff. The other ones had really tight budget. I said, I really don't have a budget. They don't say you can't buy it. I say, if you find the best prime beef or the big new big tuna or something, you just bid on it, just take it. You don't worry about that later. You can use smaller portions or whatever, but we're never going to skimp on yeah. the quality. You never say, oh, that's too expensive, we're not buying it. And, oh, and you great. brought in Tito's, vodka, and you brought in the best rums and the top shelf uh, um, other vodkas. And, you know, guests don't have to pay a premium to have a premium drink. It's just there. They just have to ask for it. Right. It's right on the shelf, and there's, of course, no tipping or anything, and... I learned from the guests, too, that soon after I took over, 
a few guests were saying, how about Fireball? I didn't even know what that was back then, uh-huh. you know, 10 years Neither ago. Neither did Carol. Yeah, I found out soon. <laughs> <laughs> but then one time I walked out to the nude pool and everyone in the pool is chanting, Fireball, Fireball. See, so I got the message and we have Fireball ever since then. Yeah. See, I don't know all the different alcohols, right. but guests tell me and yeah, we get it. Before we go on, tell us a little bit about Hito Wido. That's been, what, three, four years now since you've opened Hito Wido? Uh, no, it's a little less than that. Was, okay. We got the license maybe three years ago, but with COVID, we didn't open until okay. yeah, just a little year, year and a half ago. So we probably the first resort on the island to get the license to sell marijuana and marijuana products and, and oils. And we're also a sell chocolate bars with mushrooms. Uh-huh. There you go. But the good thing is because you know exactly what you get. You know exactly the THC and things like that. And so... People buy stuff on the beach, but... It's risky still. It's still risky, I'd yeah. say. But, but we still try to monitor even the people selling on the beach, at least to get the best... The best quality, exactly. A little better than yeah. cab driver or they or can just be safe and go to Hito Wido and buy what they need right there yeah. and, and use it on the beach. Related. Yeah, just get it here because it's, it's not expensive and it's yeah, you know exactly what yeah. you're getting. We yeah. heard some horror stories about the hash brownies on the beach. Right, yes. And they don't know how much is in it. And they took too much. And you lose a whole day because now you're tripping out. So, you know, yeah, Hito yeah. Wido is a good, safe place to go. the beach, we noticed the investment you did in more umbrellas and, and a little bit more shade down there. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's, of course, for me, too, because I'm out in the sun so often. I. <laughs> I want to uh, not have Well, to we certainly saw the, the umbrella over your spot in the yes. pool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did notice that right no, away. We want people to have a choice of uh, sun or sun shade. Sun or shade, pe- yeah. Because people are out almost all day, of course, because parties know it's going not, on. And we know and it's not like healthy for our skin to be in the sun all day. All so day, it's right. just, a, yeah, right. exactly. And people go out and get some sun and get out on the beach and things, but you don't want sun seven days a week. Right. You know? so, now, so we've been here for your birthday probably the last three or four years. It's coming up tomorrow. Um... Are you going to be embarrassed again? Oh, yes. <laughs> I tried to tell Winston, the one you talked about, is the head of entertainment, please don't go over the top. And he said, I don't know how to not go over <laughs> yeah, the top. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. I have no idea what's coming up. And they always keep it a surprise. And it's always too much that I get embarrassed and stuff. I guess that's how it goes. One yeah. thing we are going to remember forever was when we were here for your first 69th birthday, um, you, for some reason, wanted to cut the cake. You were serving the cake, and then you were in the state where, no, I'm cutting it. You got these massive pieces. <laughs> Everybody got this giant piece of cake over there. Okay, Harry, let me help you the here. The servers Maybe are trying to take the knife away from you. It's like, no, I'm going to cut the cake myself. Yeah, you get in trouble fun. whenever they give me something like a knife. or. You were supposed to just cut it once and you know let someone yeah. else serve, but no, no, you no, cut no, every cut piece. Yeah. You did. Well, I do other stuff over the top because you for Peter's party, when it's been here before, we have a party and do some random drawings. You know, $500 resort credit. There's always bigger ones for people who've been here the most, but for everyone that's been here second time or later, I have a random drawing. Three drawings for $500. You can use anywhere on the resort or next trip or anything. Very and nice. When Diane, my boss, isn't here, sometimes I accidentally draw a fourth or a fifth one. <laughs> <laughs> Shh, don't tell her. Don't tell her. Yeah, one time she was here, she grabbed the bag away before I gave away the whole resort. <laughs> All right, we're going to remind everybody, this is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David. We're sitting here chatting with Harry Lang, the chairman and owner of Hedonism. And um, we have a little bit more to do in the show, but we want to just talk a little bit about if you can open up that bag of the future, what are some things that people can expect coming up in the next year or two years that you're thinking about doing with Hedonism? 
In the next year or two, we'll probably redo uh, the disco because it's one of the only, that's actually the only building we haven't really renovated yet. So that will come along. And what's the plan? Are you going to uh, move it or you don't even Yeah, know? probably move it. Probably move it in the courtyard area, something like that. Yeah. So it's easier access to the piano bar and the other places where people are. So do that. But we'll really push the Hedo Foundation. I don't know if you talked about that no, at all. No, go ahead. Yeah, so this is this fairly new. The money goes to the local schools mostly and some of the scholarships for our staff's kids. And anyone that buys a brick, you, know, you can buy a brick at... Which a will pathway be brick. Yeah, pathway brick. And it'll be permanently there with your name, whatever you want on it. Yeah, 100% of the proceeds that go to the kids in the schools. I pay out of my personal pocket for the brick itself and any administrative costs. So unlike any other charity, anything you give to the Hedo Foundation goes straight to the schools. We're wow. putting Wi-Fi into schools, computers into local schools. Wow. They really need it here. Yeah, absolutely. That's very, very good. I love that. And we have other ways just to donate, just to Hedo Foundation. And I auction off artwork sometimes, 100% it goes there. But, but it's a rare charity where 100%, no right. administrative costs, wow. no anything. So wow. when we walked in, we noticed the lobby wall was completely redone and was restained, which is nice. Um, are there any other renovations or things that uh, Diane needs to find money for? Oh, <laughs> she has a list of like 25 things of different priorities. So I can't but even begin to list the them all. All the rooms have been renovated that you plan to renovate. Yeah. What about in the Prude side? I just saw some new balconies and yeah, uh, so we're renovated putting, rooms. Yeah, we're opening up some more of the rooms on what we call the Prude side, clothing optional side too. Because you're right facing the ocean anyway. So we're opening them up with more patios and, and balconies and things like that there as well. Yeah, and that's a very quiet side. So people who love to party can go to the parties at night, but if they want to sleep, the, that, that oceanfront, uh, those oceanfront areas there are really nice and quiet and calm if you like to sleep at night. <laughs> right, and if people sometimes, well, they, they don't want to party naked in the pool all day. That I too. Don't, I don't understand that. But Me still, neither. There, there, <laughs> there's still some like this. So they can just hang out. We have pools and beach, of course, on the clothing optional side, so they can wear their clothes or or read your books or whatever, yeah, yeah. but yeah, most of them will end up wandering down to where, <laughs> yeah. where we'll be. <laughs> yeah. And are there any plans for um, like a new restaurant or renovating past safari? Yeah, for sure we're going to have a new concept in a restaurant. And we're probably eventually going to add more rooms here because we are sold out now quite a lot. Wow. Well, you do have a little space up behind next to the tennis courts. You have right. some space there. Yeah, there is space. and. Yeah, when we get the uh, finances together again, we yeah. recovered from COVID. But now we're fully recovered from COVID. So now we can start putting it's, money away to get get nice. some new rooms built. That's nice. It's nice to hear. And God forbid another COVID comes. So let's cross our fingers. So, you know, we started the show talking about so many people out there have heard about hedonism. Um, we met a couple of people in the piano bar the other night who came up to us and said, you know, from listening to your show and listening to, you know, just sparking a little conversation between us as a couple, we decided to take the plunge and come to Hito. And they said, oh my God, it has changed our couple. It has changed our lives. We're not in the lifestyle. We're not swingers. But we've come here and we've become this new couple. And but they really said they came here because of us and how we explained that you don't have to be a swinger to come here, that you don't have to share your partner. And I'm sure that's one of the things that makes people hesitate. It does. And there's some people here come, we sell day-night passes for couples. So a lot of them that are even too afraid to book here, they might book next door and try us out for a day and night and 
almost certainly they're converted to come here and sometimes they just forget about the room they paid somewhere else for because well we actually saw some yesterday yeah yeah. so i gotta tell people something about i believe absolutely if you're not sure if you want to come for a week or not come for a day pass but don't try and get your money's worth in the alcohol. I know. We because saw that last night. there were six night. people here last night. They were sitting watching the show, which was great. But They were on n- a day pass is what you're saying. There's no way they were going to get to experience the rest of the evening. They were so drunk. So just enjoy everything in moderation and enjoy the property. Go for midnight pizza. We were there last night. It's the best pizza in the world with fresh french fries or grilled cheese. And then you can get in the pool naked and look at the stars and the moon was out. Don't 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 get drunk in the first hour that you're here. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's hard to tell people that even in the first trip of this day pass or in a week, I almost had to give up. And it was, people do go over the top. It's such an exciting environment. Exactly. They feel so free, and of course, alcohol's and they, flowing. And, and they think they need the alcohol to take their clothes off, but you really no, don't. It's so inviting. It's so freeing. You don't need to drink alcohol to get into the vibe. But no. Harry, like you said um, earlier, the um, we met this couple. We actually interviewed them on our show. And um, the show's coming up a, a little bit later in March. And we asked them, when you got here, zero lifestyle, anything experience, zero not knowing about Hito. They came with a couple of friends who were in the lifestyle. And I asked her, I said, how long did it take you to get naked? And she said, one minute. <laughs> and I said, why? And she said, well, because everybody else was. Yeah. And there's no judging and there's no materialism, like you said. Yeah, that's it's key. That's why I really do enforce that one section of us. That's, by percentage, it's only like 10% of the area of the resort. But we, we say it, you have to be naked because a lot of people would be afraid to wear clothes if everyone, as some other people did. So it's one of the only places in the world, maybe the only big place like this where you are required to be naked. Most everything else is clothing optional. If you see some people with clothes, yeah, for sure a newbie wouldn't want to get naked if some of the regulars there have clothes on. But I and love also, it. This yeah, is because this it's about gawking. You don't want gawkers staring at naked people. You want the people just to be naked and not even think about it. Yeah, if everyone's naked, what, who's gawking no, at what? No, I gawk are the ones no that have clothes on. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Hito is the only place in the world where if you go to the nude side with clothes on, security will come over to you and, <laughs> and tell, tell you, you to get <laughs> naked. Yeah. <laughs> well, not only that, but you can have... Using your drugs and public sex are all over, and the security is fine with that. But if you have clothes on, that's, right. that's, then you're in big trouble. <laughs> I, I remember know. one time after the after the um, playroom where I was wearing my la- my lingerie. We left the playroom. We went over to get pizza. And I forgot completely that I'd put my lingerie on because you're allowed to have lingerie in the playroom. And I put it back on, and we left, and we went over, and they told me to take my lingerie off. And I thought, oh, oh yeah, here I am at the, na- the naked side. No, no, I forgot I don't about think that. The real rule. I don't think you're supposed to have in the playroom either. But no, uh, no, I wore it to the playroom, oh, right. and then I yeah. put it back Once, on after. Yeah, yes. Right. And last night, it was so hot. There was a couple of couples just under the star on the beach having sex on the beach, and not the drink. They were actually having sex on the beach. And it's one of the things we love doing here because it's one of the nicest beaches in the world. You can go in the water here on a floaty and fall asleep. And yeah. sometimes we do never have I ever these different games here and try to find a place where I haven't had sex, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Turned out there's always new places, you know. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's a lot of fun when you yeah. just be experimental out in the ocean or out in the water. We've got sure. all these cabanas around the place with sheets on you can try out. And yeah. And, and so not nice. enough people spend time at the water park, which is just under the main dining room. And it, you can get so sexy and sh- sensual there and have your own little um, 
a pool and and just have fun. We had um, a little orgy there last time we were here with three or four couples. And, and you can just refresh off right after because yeah. you can just walk into the pool right after. Yeah, it's so nice. And I wasn't invited? What's going on here? <laughs> I think you were having your own little orgy oh, somewhere okay. else. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, we've spoken a lot during the show about what a beautiful place Hito is, what an open place it is, how it allows people to explore their sexuality and um, the openness. But th there are those couples out there who are like, I can't, I can't take the plunge. I don't want to, you know, I'm not sure. And, and one thing we didn't mention is never surprise your partner and take them here by act, by act, without telling them what yeah. you're doing. Because we've seen a couple of people and all of a sudden she's like, where the fuck did you take me? Yeah. Now, some people had a great experience, and she's like, why didn't you take me here earlier? But don't surprise your partner. Right, yeah. Right, and then also you need to set your boundaries and rules. You know, that's very important, especially people here the first time, is that you're comfortable with this, you're not comfortable with that, and you get drunk, you can't change the rules on the spot right, or yeah. something. But then after a day or two, you revisit the rules, and you've seen stuff, and maybe we'd like to try that. Yeah. But I think I mean, that's really important, so there won't be jealousies and things like that. Right, and uh, the discussions are so important to have, yes. For sure, for sure. And, you know, we, we always say it, and at Hero we see it, uh, the, the three paramount rules in the lifestyle, which is ask first, no means no. If you don't get an enthusiastic yes, it's a no. And... Um, no and matter that, that that couple who came here for the first time who approached us in the piano bar he said exactly that we're here because of you guys and we know no means no and, and if there's not an enthusiastic yes so he was like he was repeating the repeating things that we talk about over there they he definitely well. listened to he, yes he studied well he definitely listened to and the to level them. of respect here at Hedo is not even at Hedo I, I want to make it broader because Harry you've been with us on Bliss and you've been to Desire with us and, and we, we've seen the world of the lifestyle and you know when Me Too came out many years ago about consent and respect and all that us who live in the lifestyle world went well no shit yeah. right you need to ask you need to ask first and you know at Hedo here the level of respect amongst the guests is just you know unheard of anywhere else in the world right that's why here even if you there's a someone's creepy or someone's drunk and touches without asking you don't even have to wait for security the other guests will step right. in yeah because right. it's, it's all our place they feel that yeah and if it, anything goes wrong they are all heard as well so and yeah. what we really liked last night we, we were involved in an orgy and we know someone was organizing an orgy and we loved it that when we started we all kind of went in a circle and we all made sure that everybody was consenting and everybody was happy to be in the group and what are you into? What aren't you into? Make sure that we understood where their boundaries were of every single couple in the orgy last night. And I thought that was a wonderful practice. And that's how they always organize the beginning of their orgy. And then, okay, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, that, that is great. I, I still hesitate really to actually get into orgies because I know, as the you owner, want to make sure, right. Well, as the owner, I have to be more than sure. Yeah. That enthusiastic guest has to come from every single person yeah, in the orgy. Yeah, I, I still really basically yeah. don't do it because it would be worse yet, though, the owner of hedonism jumped into an orgy <laughs> or something like that. So. Yeah, so I actually don't participate, but I do participate in one-on-one, -on two-on-two, yes. oh, yeah, for sure. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Harry, we are at the end of the show. We are going to give you a couple of minutes to wrap it up and tell us, in your own words, like we started at the beginning of the show, why should couples not hesitate to book a trip to come to hedonism? Because hedonism is such a warm, inviting, open place that people that hesitate, as soon as they get here, why were we hesitating? For what? Because they get here and they're greeted by other people, whether they're clothed or naked or whatever, and, and become friends. You find out where people are from, and this 
you really engage with all the other uh, guests, and then people, of course, love the staff and things too, but it's the other guests that make it. The ones that are long-term guests here want to welcome the new people in. They're not going to embarrass them or anything. They're, they're, they really want them to be part of the family. And that couple that we met in the piano bar who came on their own, and they said, you know, we're a little worried. Like, we're, we've never been here before. How are we going to meet people? They said within the first hour, people were coming up to them, talking to them. And they were very clear. You know, we're not in the lifestyle. We're not into swinging. And nobody walked away from them. They continued course, building that friendship. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, just like a month ago, I met a woman from uh, Vienna, Austria. Came by herself. Didn't know anyone here. Never done anything uh, lifestyle or naked or anything. Didn't know anyone. Isn't really English is her first language, and she came here and just had awesome times. So someone like that, which that would be scary, right? Yeah. Come from another country, and, and she and probably loved it the life. minute she yep. and got she here. First came Everybody's back. so inviting. Yep. Everybody will help if you have a question or or just bring you into the table. And the tables are set for eight or ten, so you're not just sitting by yourself when you're eating, anyways. You yeah. you know you you're but with other knows, people. You know, most of the tables are. Uh, set for an odd number like five yeah yeah because <laughs> that's good then because then sure you, yeah, can you just come meet in new and people yeah you and there's plenty of room singles. to drag another chair over oh, if, yeah. you, if your group grows and bring people in it's so inviting yeah ours is a table here for five right <laughs> so if it's three couples then drag a chair in yeah. otherwise it could be a single joins two couples to sit for dinner or something yeah so it's actually it's rare that we even find uh, resorts that allow singles so it's kind of fun because you know threesomes are an important part of the swinging lifestyle people really do like threesomes and so you allow that to happen here yeah singles and but you're around the average is 85 percent couples 10 and a half percent single men have four and a half percent single women we need to get that number up <laughs> no no the single women the, the single women <laughs> oh you want that to go oh, okay <laughs> yeah so so basically to wrap up if you're having discussions about going to something a little bit different really pushing some boundaries that you're not sure of just as a couple agree upon it together and just do it and when you come here experience talk to each other communicate when we spoke to that couple every twice a day they're readjusting their limits and their rules because of different things last night she was in the playroom and she had four women on her, and then someone pulled out a little vibrator, and now she had a woman sitting on her face because she was more into women. She made it very clear she didn't want any guys near her, but she, her pussy was smiling this morning. (laughs) (laughs) All righty, that's the end of another great show. Harry, thank you so much for being here today. Well, thank you for inviting me. It's always a pleasure. It absolutely is. And we want to thank all our listeners for being here week in and week out. And you can join us again next time for another hour of The Sexy Lifestyle, talking about sex, sexuality, sexual health and pleasure, and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. Well, that's it for our show today. Carol and I, and of course, Harry, sends you lots of love and great sex. Please stay safe. And of course, stay sexy, everyone. Until next time. Thank you for joining Carol and David for this week's edition of The Sexy Lifestyle. We've got another one lined up next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever.